Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank Dave. Good evening. Good night. Hello. How are you, my friend, up there in Los Angeles? Dave, I understand there's a bit of a mirrors race going on there still in L.A. Yeah, they're going to be counting uh, between now and the year 2025. We'll know, uh, I think in January 25, we'll know actually who won because yeah. uh, we work very slowly up here in Los Angeles. Um, we take our time. We, take, we, we smoke a couple of joints in the middle of it all, get back to counting. So one day we'll find out. It's neck and neck, Caruso versus Bass. Who will win? Nobody knows. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I might even do some. Yeah. I might even do some counting. <laughs> I say, hey, you got any ballots you need dropped off there, buddy? Yeah. Hey, harvesting's legal in uh, California. And I don't yeah, we don't weed. <laughs> we don't just harvest strawberries in this uh, in this town. Um, hey, good to see you, buddy. Uh, I believe this you, is our friend. believe this is our Pope 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 show Pope of the week. Show of the week. We may even touch politics, but yes, for all our new listeners out there, we do every second show of the week. We do a Pope show. All the big libtard stories of the week that we can try to wrap up in a 15 minute drive time for you. Usually five to 10 stories. We try to hit top line, a couple of three minutes on each one. Dave, what do you got for us this week to lead us off? So as, as usual, we did a full dissection of the, of who voted and why and where and the demographics. Um, and not surprising, once again, uh, unmarried females, young, under the age right. of 30, yeah. pretty much hate Republicans. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hate to say it, bottom line. It's they really true. do. They hate no, us. Well Why? We're, we're nice people. They don't have rings on them yet. That's the that's the solution. You got to get <laughs> rings on those. Dave, upper, upper middle class white women vote 75% Democrat. Oh, I think that for Lord. me, that was the biggest statistical takeaway yeah. from the election. And I think I heard a conservative commentator say, just get a ring on them. They'll switch. <laughs> It's kind of sad. What's going on? I mean, uh, and then, as, of course, as they, oh, I don't know, have to take more responsibilities in their life and yeah. have to pay taxes and maybe and even bills. get married. They yeah. vote more and more Republican. Exactly. exactly. It's, it's not a shock. We did very well uh, with Latino voters. So we are now, the GOP is now up to almost 40 percent getting the Latino vote, which is correct. Yeah. No, huge, huge, huge movement. A lot more black voters, especially black men voting Republican. Yeah. Um, six million more people voted Republican than uh, last cycle for Republicans in this election. And just very top line, because we covered all this on our last show earlier this week. So, but just very top line in terms of where we stand uh, today. You know, it's actually, it's not, it's not terrible news, right? On the House side, we're at 211. So we're plus nine versus the Democrats, which are at 198 minus nine, minus nine so far. Uh, On the governor's side, we are uh 25 which is a minus one democrats are 23 that's a plus one and the senate's uh it's just it's a dead dead tie 49 48 49 each so like we said last week or earlier this week it's all gonna come down to arizona nevada georgia that's it yeah we're all kind of on pins and needles but it's amazing how literally like there's still like you know blood in the water and um the whole thing about okay who's going to take over the house uh leadership who's going to take over the senate leadership so Already, McConnell's head is on a platter. Oh, yeah. Like he, he's yeah. done and done. McCarthy's and I think, already you know, thrown his name in the ring for the House. Yeah. And I'm glad, you know, Marco Rubio has actually been quite good lately about Billy being forceful about, hey, we need new leadership. He's out. And and Nuri's saying, hey, Kevin McCarthy, um, I think he's done, too. And yeah. the question is, who's going to go first and when they're going to have to. I guess there was going to have to be a vote on this and they're trying to delay it. 
on who oh. would take over. Yeah. So it's, you know, people, but it's amazing how quickly just like here, the fangs and the claws come out like, I want to oh, yeah. get some of that pie. Right. Well, they've been, they haven't been paid for two years. No, so they all want them and their little special advisors and their friends and their, you know, all those oh. people, they got to get roles in the government and get on the, get on the W2. This is the committees, the right committees. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I know, crazy. Hey, um, I told you uh, briefly about this. It just had happened when um, we did the last podcast. We got this ridiculous uh, COP17 meeting. So this is this ridiculous, the globalists, this is the, uh, you know, the, the, the Davos crowd. Yeah. They got this ridiculous, uh, and I, you, you got to mention it because it, it's so yeah. influential to our country. But They're over it's, in it's Egypt, the, right? Is that Egypt or something? Some of this, this fancy resorts in Egypt, yeah. talking at you know with all the private planes coming Smoking in and all these hookahs and all that billionaires. Stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's basically it's basically the WEF's climate change agenda, right? Uh, is modeled after that. It's it's all <clears throat> intertwined. Right. And uh, so guess who's going over there? Potato Head Biden. So he's oh, yeah. he's flying as of uh, he's probably there now. Yeah. And he's I going already, to. I already sharing a room with uh, Greta Thunberg. Did you hear that? <laughs> I knew there was going to be a joke. No, no, apparently, no, seriously. Apparently, there was uh, some uh, problem Uh-oh. with bookings and the hotels were full. So he's got to share a, a suite with Greta. Yeah, they got to share a room. Well, I know he's already smelled her hair a few times because he does love smelling young girls. There hair. we go. He just does. He does. Hey, he does, I know. There's plenty of video of it. It's all over the place. I'm not saying anything way out of line. Yeah. Um, so watch out for what they come up with, because what anything that they think is going to happen about them telling us when, how long we can put a heater on and so on, it's going to come to California and the rest of the country. But at the same time, dude, the same time, this is like five days ago. I got this great article, uh, Hat Tip 2, okay. Gateway Pundit. Yeah. People check out that site. Oh, yeah. Great site. Um, great headline. <clears throat> so we've all heard of these... Uh, these uh, global warming models and how they aren't quite coming out the way they that uh, Gore predicted 20 years ago. Oh, you sure. know, we're, we were supposed to be like underwater by now because of that yeah. damn global warming. They said that one. <laughs> hold on. Stop laughing, Dave. Here we go. <laughs> OK, here we go. One hundred percent of global warming models over predict global warming. OK, did you hear that? Yeah. Every single one has overstated how much global warming there's going to be. OK, might there be some? Yeah. But guess what? It might be spread out over hundreds and hundreds of years, Greta. Yeah, Listen yeah. to that. Okay. Dave, it's very simple. Anybody who's not any modeling knows this. If humans are in charge of the inputs or the assumptions that go into these mathematical models, and these humans are all far left libtards. And so those people are all putting in their ideological assumptions. So it's no surprise to me, Dave, that every single one of these so-called models spits out the results that they want. <laughs> Because they're going to, yeah, they're going to shape it the way they want of it course, shaped anyway. Of course, and yeah. the, the whole thing with this, with this ridiculous uh, COP27 meeting is it's just another way to redistribute the wealth is the bottom right. line. Take money from the first world countries, like the, especially the U.S. Yeah. Hey, U.S., you're only 31 trillion in debt. Oh, that's yeah. fine. We want another two or three trillion yeah. a year yeah. so that we can fund our ridiculous programs and give it to the, yeah. uh, some other people. Now, we'll cover it much more in another show. But I mean, the, people need to understand the climate change uh thing is total crap. They are literally doing it to shut down carbon energy production in the United States and um, force our gas prices up, which they have now done, and then use those uh, use this to subsidize a climate change agenda around the world. It's just absolute crap. Right. Dave, I'm over here in the Gateway Pundit. Uh, one last political story, I think. I have one or two just for this week for our potpourri. Um, Washoe County, Dave, north shore of Lake Tahoe, Oh yeah, uh, where I have some uh, interest up there. Uh, in the Incline Village area, 
Headline, this is where democracy goes to die, Dave. Cameras go dark for eight hours in Washoe County, Nevada. And now the GOP candidates are under threat of losing. So, Dave, literally, and again, this is just like Detroit, Michigan, during the last presidential cycle at the convention center and so forth. At 1124 on election night, every single camera in the ballot counting room area went dark. And they stayed Mm -hmm. dark until 8 o'clock the following morning. And then they came back on. Nobody knows what happened. But all of them all at the same time. Dave, uh, I would just pick I'll just pick a phrase from my sure. my friend Steve Bannon in the war room. There are no conspiracies, but there are no coincidences. Dave. Well, let's we can imagine what happened in the dark there. Um, I think uh, there might have been an orgy. No. shenanigans. <laughs> yeah. There were some shenanigans and it's it's sad but true. Um, whatever happened to same day voting and finding out that night. Go to France uh, if you want that. Same day voting. You know the results right away. Paper they actually ballots. do that. That's one thing. They, they, verification. You got to show ID. I mean, look, we can't learn that. a lot from the French, but that's one thing we can learn from the French. Same day, game day voting, signature verification, ID, paper ballots. Canada does the same. It's all over in one day. All hey, of it. Yeah, but, you know, France, they still they still bake a pretty good croissant over there. You know, Ooh, nice so croissant. Give, give the French loaves are nice, too. French bread. Very nice. Yeah, it is. Um, hey, speaking of crummy elections, we don't, I think we missed this on our last podcast. But down there in Brazil, you probably didn't catch some headlines. So, yeah, Brazil is probably they've had the best uh, president because it's a very socialist type, uh, you know, continent down there almost right argentina venezuela yeah. disasters but so um we all know who bolsonaro is right so he's yeah. been kind of a center-right <laughs> guy they had an election bottom line quote unquote he lost because a far-left communist named silva uh declared himself the winner but you know what it ain't over, it ain't over yet folks um so as of right now um they are having massive massive uh protests um because guess what the election fraud was pretty bad down there. So as of yeah. right now, Brazil does not have a declared winner. And it's getting yeah. a little ugly. If you've seen some of the clips down there, it's pretty, I mean, they got the military involved. There's people riding in the streets. They're throwing Molotov cocktails. Uh, it could be, they could be on the brink of social collapse down there, which is too bad because Brazil is very, you know, pro-Western for the most part. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, people, if you wanted to see some, some real hot shenanigans, check out what's going on in Brazil and pray that Bolsonaro somehow uh, can convince enough people, hey, uh, I was duly elected, get yeah. me back in power. No, totally. It's one of the reasons why Getter and uh, Jason Miller and the platform has expanded so brilliantly to Brazil and uh, Europe and so forth. There's just so much of a thirst for, mm. uh, you know, conservative and uh, you know, let's call it uh, patriotic nationalism movements over there. Dave, I'm over at the Gateway Pundit. Uh, again, we did a big story last week on Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbright, who were um, imprisoned for not revealing a source as related to the uh, Connect software uh, CCP case where Gascon now has actually, I think right after we pushed that story out, Dave, <laughs> yeah. DA yeah. Gascon threw that case out, right? The day after the oh, election, bastard. he threw that case out. Yeah. So Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbright came out today, quote, we have irrefutable evidence that the entire Pennsylvania voter registration file is living on a server in China, right down to the serial numbers, the ballot Oof. numbers, and the bundle numbers. And they literally, I, I, we just can't show this it's not a video a podcast, but they go through all this detail uh, on the site and the numbers and the access. And it's, I mean, it's, it's over there. I mean, it's literally over there. And frankly, it would go a long ways to explaining why a stroke victim 
who's never worked a day in his life and lived in his parents' basement until he was 45 and only worked three days a week when he was lieutenant governor, um, beat a cardiothoracic surgeon for the Senate seat there. <laughs> Pathetic all around. But the bottom line is the two people who we really like who helped give D'Souza uh, all that information for his 2000 Mules movie right. are, are out of jail. Yes, that's, they're that's, out. Yes, they're exactly. Out. So I think that's, a day or two after yeah. we went to air with that show, I think I mentioned the the appeals court was due to rule that fr- Friday. They actually, or sorry, Saturday. They actually ruled Sunday. They were out Monday. Right. So, yeah. We wish them all the best. And I don't know if they have any more legal uh, headwinds, um, but we yeah, wish them well because they're, they're, they're awesome. That, that, that's called investigative <clears throat> reporting, what they've, what they've done. Oh, yeah. Um, hey, speaking of buying votes, because that's what the Democrats do. Um, they vote early and they vote often. Hey, Dunderhead and Chief Biden, he goes, you know, all those young people, they, they're not, they don't support me enough. I'm going to buy their votes and um, we're going to we're going to get rid of all them then college loans they got there. I don't know why I'm talking like that. <laughs> so, I'm trying to do a Biden impression. So yeah. that whole uh, student debt relief thing is yeah, what? Not so yeah. much. Not happening. Yeah. yeah e- easy. Yeah. Easy, easy big buckaroo. Fella. Easy big fella. Yeah. <laughs> so a judge came down and said, eh, not, not, that's yeah, not, happening. So. Eh, not happening. Because no. it already had been yeah. kind of scaled down anyway yeah. because it was too ridiculous. Right. So right. as of now, yeah. that that entire program is yeah. is halted. Yeah, I thought it was pretty funny how he came out, right? The judge comes out and basically schools Biden. He's like, you know, we have three branches of government. You're not allowed to just rule by by it with a pen and and whatever. You know, you have to, these guys, the other branch passes laws and then you have to follow them. You can't just wipe away. The Congress creates, you have to pass it through the Congress. And this would affect 26 million borrowers. Uh, and, you know, billions of dollars at, at stake. You can't just do that, dude. Yeah, Easy. but here's, here's here's my take on it, though, Dave. Okay. Biden, Biden and the team knew that all the way along. They're not stupid. Mm. You know, Mark Elias, this whole uh, d- demonic crew of, of Satan worshiping lawyers, they knew this all the way along. They knew it would never get passed. But the, initial, the headline simply, is great. Dude, yeah. It was it, it was a thousand percent. It was in the headlines for six weeks. It got a, a lot of young people to vote for Biden, probably minimized the red wave quite a bit. A yeah. lot of people voted Young people voted for Democrats and Biden because they thought that was going to happen. They knew oh. the Biden team knew it was never going to happen. Oh, knew thank it. you. So, so while I'm paying off my $100,000 student loan while I'm working at Starbucks, now I have nothing to worry about. Absolutely. I've got yeah, nothing to worry no about problem. now. Yeah. I'm just keep making my Starbucks drinks and I, that hundred that $100,000, uh, it's going to go away. I get uh, it so, go away. So yeah, I get not a new so pink uh, cover for my iPad and I'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, Dave, great story. I'm over here on Breitbart from the great Andrew Breitbart. God rest his soul. Cape Cod elects a Democratic sheriff promising to shield criminal illegal aliens from deportation. So, you know, if you're so here's the takeaway. If you're if you're a criminal illegal alien and you somehow make your way up to Cape Cod, God knows how that would happen. But if you make your way over and up there and on the island, uh, you're going to be completely shielded by this new. A sheriff who said, uh, yeah, so basically they're, they're going to become like L.A. It's like a sanctuary city and uh, they just they just won't deport them. Now, the real question is going to be, are they going to be able to live in the multimillion dollar mansions of the people that actually already live there and pay taxes? We'll see. Time will tell. Uh, brother. Uh, yeah, time will tell. Um, hey, we love our military and we've been reporting on this, but this we're going to this is going to be an ongoing story about how weak I, this is probably the weakest the military has been in, in my lifetime. Agreed. I can imagine. So this is interesting, the um, and not too difficult to interpret. They came up with the three primary reasons why uh, the army ser- uh, the army service is disqualifying uh, applicants in the first forty eight hours. Not per- no purple hair. Is that one? 
They don't have enough uh, nose rings, right? Poor test scores, obesity, and drug use. Wow. So, I mean, I know they're basically, that that bar is pretty low. Yeah. So you got to figure, these must be some really crappy test scores. They must be really obese, and they must be full of drug, because they basically, they allow you to have a tats now. Tattoos are fine. You do not have to be able to be a a, a marathon runner anymore. I've seen some pretty chubby military guys lately. Yeah. Um, and poor test scores. Can you even tie your shoelaces? So this is below that. Below that. And and yeah. and, and bottom line is our our the shortfall is uh, yeah we're way uh, way but the door is wide open be. to the trannies. So that's we're in good shape there. <laughs> As uh, it, I can't wait to fight the Russians now. Here we go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, can you pa- please pass me my big rifle? Uh, what's wrong with my rifle? Why is it not working? It's jammed up here. The bullet's not going in the way it said. The, the magazine is all jammed up. Dave, I'm over on, uh, of all places, ABC 10 Los, ABC Ooh. 7 Los Angeles in okay. your home, neck of the woods. And uh, of course, you know, the great Tom Petty, Reseda, you know, we often sing that song and love Tom Petty and stuff. So mm-hmm. I saw this story and thought of you. We've been to many Tom Petty concerts together, by the way, of course, that was so much fun back in the day. Uh, here's the headline, Dave, homeless shelter, homeless shelter in Reseda addresses encampment issues outside following community complaints. So Dave, what they did, they thought they were going to be really progressive here in Reseda. So they built these tiny homes, you know, those little tiny houses. Sure. They thought they were going to be smart. So they had this vacant lots and they put up a bunch of these tiny homes, these little tiny for all the homeless people that were in tents before. Okay, great. So a few hundred of them rushed into these little tiny homes and everything was great for like a month or so. And now what they have is they have dozens and dozens of people camped out in tents all around the tiny homes. So you basically have the, the homeless problem uh, magnified once again. Yes. I just sort of thought this story was so hysterical on so many levels. It doesn't matter what you do. No. These, It's a business until these people are off drugs, re-educated and back in the workforce. Uh, this will happen yes. over. And, and if they're camped outside your single family house, if they're camped outside the tiny houses, you can build a giant apartment building for them that's rent controlled. It's, You're still gonna have yeah. tents. It's it's human nature. It's just like when they build brand new apartment complexes for the homeless. I guarantee you, within that first year, the yeah. place is completely trashed 100%. and unlivable. It takes literally less than a year. Yeah. So uh, it's a bottomless pit, and that's not the solution. Yeah, absolutely. I got one more story here, Dave. Uh, this is actually quite hysterical. Uh, of course, you know Elon Musk took over Twitter. Uh, came out the other day and said, uh, you know, there's a good chance we're going to go into bankruptcy. Uh, advertisers are fleeing the platform, at, you know, basically the giant woke left-wing corporations. Uh, so he, he had an all-hands meeting, <laughs> which means all, all employees, obviously. And uh, there's a, st- a story over here in the Gateway Pundit where apparently, and this was captured, uh, a Twitter a Twitter manager. Uh, so so uh, Musk gave all this news about the layoffs and, you know, uh, one-third of the staff, I think, roughly laid off. And as a result, Twitter manager reportedly vomited into trash can when Elon Musk <laughs> told him to fire people. Uh, he was he couldn't even he couldn't even bring himself he, to do it. He, he was, was so asked, he was asked to go yeah. fire people, and he was he, he was so verklempt. He was so verklempt with, with with hysteria. Totally. Absolutely, yeah. Well, you know how those snowflakes are. They, you know, they, it's they, it's yeah. It's, they don't like any disruption to their uh, you know, to their to their mellow lifestyle. I guess. Yeah. You know? Well, now they all have to show up. He said, forty hours a week, got to come in the <laughs> office. Right. No more working from home for that BS. That's over. Game Love over. All Good those, for you, Alon. All those pillow heads are uh, on their way into work now. Dave, it's great to see you this week. Awesome show. Thank you so much for listening to all of our friends at home. 
We love you guys. Uh, tune in, tune in often and share the show with your friends. Uh, of course, they have to be right-sided friends. Um, don't forget to check us out on your favorite podcast player of choice. We're out there everywhere and on social media at Rant and Rave 1776 on all, well, not really all, all the cool right-sided social platforms, primarily Getter, Gab, MeWe, and Truth Social. Dave, we'll see you down the road on the right side.